Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Starting Small Music Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McCormick, and today we have a very special guest with us. We have the steel guitarist for Ernest, Chandler Walters. You're going to hear the stories of how posting a TikTok helped Chandler join Ernest's band. You'll also hear the story of Chandler moving to Nashville out of high school, what originally got him interested in the steel guitar, and his songwriting career. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll see you at the end. Just keep a smile on your face and it'll be okay. How are you doing today, Chandler? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So getting right into your story, what was your childhood like and where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in a town called Marietta, Georgia. Uh, it's like right outside of Atlanta, 15 minutes away. Um, yeah, I mean, like, grew up, I have two younger brothers, parents, you know, like the whole thing, went to school. Uh, when I was a kid, I started, I played guitar here a lot. And yeah. like, that was like my thing when I was like really little, I'd play on a PS3. Yeah. Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock. Yeah. That's what I play. And uh, that like, definitely like I saw Slash on there and I was like, I want to be like this dude shredding. Um, so that was like right around when I was like eight or nine, got a guitar. Uh, and like my mom sells insurance to people and one of her clients like just happened to teach guitar. So like, he gave me lessons for like I think it was like four to like five months like yeah and then I quit because it was you know I'm I'm like nine years old trying to do something like you don't have the attention span for that uh and like I kind of was like whatever on guitar and then picked it up I did I played baseball a lot and like that was like a thing uh and so like in my middle school years I feel like it was like always a teeter between like baseball or music and then, like, I kind of got burnt out with the whole baseball thing. So I was like, well, music, here we go. And then, like, that was, like, my whole thing. And I did music. And then, yeah. I, sure. mean, I mean, there's definitely a lot of other things that happened between then and now. But <laughs> Now, who were the, some of the first artists or, like, albums you listened to growing up that made you want to get into music? Yeah. Uh, man, with guitar, it's definitely John Mayer. And that was something – that was like Mayor right here <laughs> yeah no yeah i love that shirt uh that was just john Mayer's like a thing once i learned what guitar was and like learned what a s- guitar sound was it was like that's the guy i needed to be yeah like honing in on it was and john Mayer is like a huge inspiration for everything that i do every day now like even in the country world of things like that like john Mayer is like a huge impact musically on the way i play guitar and like melodies and everything that's John Mayer's my guy for sure like, uh, but like I also remember listening to, like Pearl Jam with my dad and like that was that's a cool thing like I love Pearl Jam yeah and I will rock out to some Pearl Jam anytime for sure yeah. now was anyone in your family musical or were you kind of one of the first ones to pick up a guitar uh so my mom's dad uh he he was like a, a music minister at a church and my dad's dad is like craziest piano player, like awesome to listen to. Uh, and my mom, my mom's like saying, no one ever did anything with it really, like tried to like do the thing. 
Yeah. And, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you could say, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Now, was it in high school that you like maybe started playing like locally with any bands or anything like that? Yeah. So actually the first time, well, I played in church growing up. So that was yeah. like, so I started playing in church when I was like 12. So I like, go back to me playing guitar for six months when I was nine. Mm -hmm. I learned how to play it somehow, just some way, learn how to play guitar, YouTube. And there was this guy at my church name, uh, Craig. Craig taught me for three months. Shout out Craig. Just, just, just some chords. Yeah. Shout out Craig for teaching me the chords, man. And, uh, after that, like, I remember like I was close to like the dude who like did the music at the church for the youth band. And like, he was like, yeah, like I'll let you in. Like you can come play acoustic guitar on stage and stand up. Uh, here I am like 11 years old at church for sure. playing, playing a C chord in front of 15 people and the youth band. And like, Oh no, that was, that was like definitely like had a huge impact on where I am now. Like with someone like allowing me to play in a band, you know, at 10, 13, 11, 12 years old, you know, like playing with other musicians, like getting like the feel of like, okay, this is what it, feels like to play the band this is how it feels to stay on time like you know like this is a, that stuff uh yeah so church is where i mean i kind of did a lot of that stuff were you definitely like the youngest person in the band definitely like by at least four or five years <laughs> like, i remember hearing uh brad paisley talking about one of the first bands he was in he said he said he was surrounded by veterans but they were vietnam veterans <laughs> oh wow yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like you uh there's a bunch of older guys kind of but that helps kind of get you into it you know like and get to learn yeah. i think like the one of the most important parts like of playing a live show it doesn't matter like how big it is like you have got to be able to play with a band right? yeah. and being like, you can tell like immediately when you enter a room and start playing with other musicians, you can tell whether like how long do they've been playing with bands. Cause it's different right. to sit in your room and shred guitar all day, but it's like, once you get the band, it's like, okay, like how, how good actually are you? Like, can you, can you keep up with everybody else? And uh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to any uh, country growing up? I'm sure uh, growing up in Georgia, so, uh, you had to. Uh... My mom, uh, my mom was like listening to the country, and uh, that's when I'd get my my country kick of music. Is when I'd ride in the car with my mom. I feel like like Carrie Underwood, like that 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 area that era, like Carrie Underwood. Uh, what else is on the radio? I feel like Sweet Thing. <laughs> oh yeah, Keith Urban, uh, like that era. That now, was, would, uh, was, would younger you at that time, like, would you see yourself playing steel guitar in a country band, like, at 11? I, I didn't even know what steel guitar was. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm 11, 12, you know? This is yeah. Radio. Uh, yeah, no, steel guitar is a whole other thing that we can get into. But, like, that steel guitar comes so later in the life. Like, it's so crazy. For sure. We'll get into the steel guitar in a little bit. But in high <clears> school... Yeah. Were you writing any uh, original material at that time? I know you're a songwriter too. Absolutely not. So, oh, you know, you asked me if I played with artists in high school. So yes, I did the church thing. And then, okay, there's this guy on the voice. So one of my, a friend uh, of mine had a friend they went to high school with that ended up going on the voice. His name's Carter Horn. Mm -hmm. uh, he was like, he like went, he did like a great job on the voice and like had a good run. Uh, and Carter was like coming off the voice. Okay, he's doing live shows now. Who's going to be the band? 
and there wasn't a lot of people who played in East Cobb, I feel like. So I got thrown into this mix. And uh, we started, we played the Eddie's Attic in yeah. Atlanta, which I don't know if you know that is, but like, yeah, legendary. Yeah. yeah, like that was the, that was the first live like venue I played was Eddie's Attic. And like crazy because crazy the whole genre venue. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause like that was like the whole circle of me like wearing John Mayer and like boom. Like he, and you know, he started there and like that was, it's kind of where he was brought up and like it was really cool with that. And I was like, my, that's my first place that I got to play. And so I, I like did shows with Carter for a while and then he just kind of stopped doing shows and worked with this other artist named Aaron Kirby, mm-hmm. uh, pop artist. And this was like all during my high school years. So this is, that's what I did in high school. And I did the, the youth band in church. Yeah. Were you using social media to try to connect with these artists to like play with them? Or were these all people from your hometown that you were connecting with? Um, they were, they were people like from the Georgia area, but I was using social media. Like, and I kind of think I've always seen the, the value in having social media, you know, in music and being able to like get to the next step by kind of skipping the BS of life, if you know what I mean, you know? Yeah. Now in 2020, obviously the world shuts down. It's a pandemic. And uh, at this point, you're a junior in high school, correct? Uh, man, was I, ju- I feel junior, senior. Yeah. Junior, senior, somewhere in there. I so don't this, quite remember. At this point, are you already thinking about the move to Nashville? Like that's what you want to do coming out of high school? So, um, oh, one more artist I played with, Eric Dodd. He's in Nashville. Oh, so okay. I played, I would play with Eric and he lived in Nashville and the guy at my church who like, let's let me play in, you know, the band and stuff. He was like, yo, let's go to Nashville with Eric. We'll play. We're going to go watch his whiskey jam show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. And this was when I was six, 15, 15, wow. 16. <laughs> okay. So they sneak me into losers <laughs> and I'm, or winners and I'm 15, 16. I, like, I remember I like wore like boots, jeans and like a jean jacket. Like I was like, <laughs> I like, had to make this 15 year old self look like, and I just walked right in too. Jeez. I mean, so, if you so, have a guitar in your hand, you can do whatever you want. I you mean, own the bar at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to throw any shade on losers bouncers because a lot of them are my friends now, but <laughs> that is what happened back then. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, man. So, yeah, we like I played with him a lot. And that then I came to Nashville for the first time, you know, did that thing. And that was like kind of like sparked, made it more of a reality of like, yeah, I, could, I guess I could actually do this and like people do this I don't know maybe I should do it maybe, I don't know you know I'm gonna go to school you know and I I made horrible grades by the way like horrible started failing math in fourth grade and like all downhill from there it's funny so how school, like I think that's a musician thing you know like they just say yeah. something about math doesn't make sense to the musician brain does not but you know what? I can look at a chord chart or like you know I can figure out like I could play any notes and like figure out what chord it is. Like, you know, it works when we want it to just not. Yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So is it when you moved to Nashville that you pick up the steel? Yes. So what happened was, is, uh, so after like meeting Eric and like playing with him more and like, that was kind of where I would say Eric was the first country artist, I guess I played with and like getting into the whole countryside of things the business like what it actually looks like to maybe do this like you know mm-hmm. um 
Let's see. Wait, what was your? I just like went blank. What was our oh, question? Just uh, picking up steel when you first moved to Nashville. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Right. So Eric, the whole thing, and like he, uh, we had bought a lap steel, like a little lap, like six string, like little thing that you just slide, like pick. And uh, I used that in their live sets oh, because cool. yeah, yeah, we'd play live and like it was just a little slide, like tuned in open G, nothing too hard, just something to like kind of, I don't know get that technique down and I had I knew that like, at the time like oh my god I cannot afford a steel guitar nor do I really want to put the effort in to learn uh, an instrument like that right now and then, yeah so I just kind of used the lap steel for a while and then like I was listening I started diving into old country and I was like this is such a large part of music like where well like where is this today yeah like why why is steel guitar not on every freaking country track in the world right now and why more importantly why is it not in our live bands i mean like you will see it in live bands but it's only with huge acts you know who like you know the only kind of smaller act that i see touring around with the steel guitarist is jake worthington and Mm -hmm. like that obviously makes sense and like uh like it's i think steel guitar in a live set is such a cool thing and obviously like it's an auxiliary instrument totally something that you don't need yeah per se uh like but i think it's such a a awesome part of a live show and i saw we went to carter's vintage guitars and they had two steel guitars there and one of them was like 4500 and one of them was 20 like 800 or something like that Mm-hmm. and like i sat down in the room and i i just fiddled around with this thing for like an hour and a half and i was like okay i kind of understand this it's like this is like it kind of there's just a puzzle but like some missing pieces let me figure this shit out and like yeah. uh i i bought it that day like or, or you know what really happened you know what really happened mm. my mom called carter vintage guitars and bought it for me as a graduation present oh no way because it was i feel like it was it was a few months before i graduated high school so Mm -hmm. this is in that time and so i was like holy crap like what and the guy like the guy behind the the guy working there like knew about like my mom buying it for me it's like and now that guy's like poncho is my absolute guy like i go see poncho like once a week you know and like i talk to him and like it's just cool that relationship that because of that but back to the steel guitar, like I I bought that thing and like I grinded on that thing for like months and like I didn't do anything. Like yeah. that's what I learned. I learned steel guitar and I that's all I did for a few months. And in between that, so let's see, graduate high school, summer rolls around, say peace out to the homies back in Georgia, book it to Tennessee in October of last year. Uh, <clears throat> and it was like, yeah, I'm in Nashville now. Well, let's start writing songs. Why not? I haven't done that before. You know, I like, might as well try that. And I try that. I'm like, oh, you know what? There's something here. Like, I could write songs maybe. And now I, I'm like, now I write three, four times a week. And like, uh, but I learned steel guitar, man. Like, and I started the TikTok thing. Yeah. And like, I put one video up on TikTok and it ended up blowing up with like, I think it's at like 350,000 views right now. I, th- I think. Yeah, like what? And that was like overnight. 
Yeah. There's a video of me playing uh, Your Man by Josh Turner. Right. And um, that was like the video, like in like that started, that was like kind of as I moved to Nashville and like that like really was a great thing to like move up to Nashville. Boom, you got a video blow up on TikTok. Okay, yeah. let's ride the let's ride this freaking coattail of this one video. So mm-hmm. I did, and I made steel guitar videos every day. And like I was, I didn't like I used TikTok as a way for me to learn steel guitar because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, let me put out videos that people will watch. Like everybody's gonna watch steel guitar videos. Like no, you, no one sees that on TikTok. Like I right. don't see anyone putting like there is now. There's like a few people that do it now, but I feel like I was kind of the the one to like get in that realm of things and like you know playing 1982 by uh randy travis like like that intro on the steel like stuff that people recognize um but it's like dang like this kid's playing a steel guitar right now yeah does that like what and i would get like fifteen thousand views like and i post like twice a week and i like i was like what the heck my followers started building I, i don't have a huge follow following I have like, uh, I, I think it's almost at 7,000 followers. Uh, but like, I use that as like a thing. Like, and that was, I was the dude who did TikToks and steel guitar. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it had been a few months since I lived in town, broke as a joke. Um, you know, 19 year old kid trying to get into bars with a fake ID out here, just trying to meet people, like trying to do the Nashville thing. I'm trying to, you know, get like find my group and i found my group really fast here in nashville and i have an awesome friend group shout out to the boys uh but like there's been so much in my nashville journey that has happened in this past year and it hasn't even been a year it's been 10 months yeah and so i'm posting these videos i post a uh a video of me playing uh uh big green tractor mm-hmm. but instead on a uh, on the steel that intro the brown brown but on yeah. steel and then that's where earn comes in <laughs> so that's where that whole section starts hey i hope you guys are enjoying this episode and i'd like to take a pause to thank this week's mid-break sponsor termery as busy musicians it is crucial that you get a good night's sleep so you can go on the road or in the studio well rested and that's where termery comes into play with a wide variety of mattresses mattress toppers beddings and pillows Termery is your one-stop shop to a good night's sleep. I personally use their 5-Zone mattress topper, which was designed to target and relieve pressure points, and I can truly say I have seen a change in my night's sleep. Termery also takes pride in using sustainable materials in their products, such as pure organic, non-GMO cotton, latex, bamboo, and linen. So go check them out for yourself at termery.com and use code SSM10 for 10% off your next order. Now enjoy the rest of the episode. I love talking steel because uh, I mentioned to you in my message, but steel guitar is actually what got me into music too. Uh, my grandpa plays steel guitar in a local band, uh, Double Neck Zum. And uh, Buddy Emmons is actually from my hometown. And uh, Where's that at? Uh, South Bend, Indiana. And uh, I still have vivid memories of listening to records like Tommy White uh, and just like hearing like people like young, he, he was like 12 years old shredding. And uh, mm-hmm. I swear, I'm leading up to, uh, is there any like legend steel guitar players that you look up to and like really try to emulate their style? Uh, I would have to say Paul Franklin. Paul Franklin, yeah, yeah. For sure. uh, like that guy's just absolute legend. And I, my favorite steel guitar solo ever is uh, "And I Call Your Name." Like, like the phrasing and the whininess that he had. Like Paul Franklin, I feel like defined like 
country music still like like still he guitar, still is man. like dude yeah still is playing on morgan records and he played on earns last record and like yeah. that's that that's so cool to me that like that guy is still out here just doing his thing which, sure. you know he he's like he's the one that plays on george like played on george Wright records like this guy is the king crazy you know? now you mentioned earn you have such a cool story of so you just post a TikTok and uh it blows up and you get a message from ernest asking you do you want to join my band how do you react to that uh <laughs> man so every wednesday night all me and all my boys we have this thing we have a poker night and it's like really we just like get together and you know just have a good time and just enjoy each other's company every wednesday though it's like a thing mm-hmm. post this video on tuesday and it's wednesday hanging with the boys and uh i just like i see like tiktok and i feel like tiktok notifications aren't like like are kind of weird like they don't uh, it was it said like Ernest like 615 comment on your tiktok i was like yeah probably fake account uh yeah. like whatever so i was like whatever then i like go check it just for fun and like it actually was and i was like oh i'm with all the all the fellas and i'm like it's a tech it's a it's a comment on the video from Ern that said uh where are you at lol i responded i said anywhere you need me to be dog <laughs> and uh i feel like that was that was the right thing to say <laughs> uh and then like i check my dms at night when i get home on tiktok and there was just like a few uh dms from him on tiktok and there he was like basically like hey like i'm putting out an album it's gonna be drenched in steel i need a steel guitar player for my tour i don't even know you but would you be down <laughs> and i'm of course like uh yeah so yes that uh, yeah it was crazy and like i feel like it was a few weeks after that that he asked me to come in the studio and just like meet him like like we just met like just to meet so he was like come by big loud like uh i just want to meet and like yeah so i was like okay cool so a few weeks later i swing by big lab and uh meet him and like then he brings me to joey's joey moy's studio and i'm listening to him cut his next album and i'm like what i'm watching i'm right now in joey moy's studio watching him like produce earns next album earns in the vocal booth like recording what it's come to like that's insane what <laughs> like what am i doing dude i'm like i'm 19 like what am i doing right now yeah. what is my life you know and it's that was like that was like the the, the moment for me where it's like okay like this let's this is about to be a crazy ride you know and it's been like everything i've ever wanted it to be like honestly touring has been so awesome uh do you have any favorite memories of uh kind of going out on the dangerous tour with Morgan Wallen I feel like those shows have to be electric <clears throat> man like there is like I it, I went from playing college town shows like in high at the end of my high school too like and I'd play like you know 700 to like 1500 cap rooms and like I had a blast doing that and like singing and like playing Morgan Wallen songs and like playing flower shops at, like or not I guess it wasn't it wasn't flower shop. I like played earn songs. I got these yeah. things, you know, it's like, and now, okay, cool. I get to, I'm first three for Morgan Wallen with earn on the dangerous tour playing stadiums for like 20,000 people. Yeah. Like this is awesome. And I remember 
cool thing. Like, this is like a weird, like life circle moment. Um, uh, so the first, the first uh, arena that we played with Morgan, uh, it was a year to the date that I bought the steel guitar. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. So, uh, weird. So <laughs> I, I noticed it like that day too. Like we get to the arena and like, it's my first arena. Like I'm just on cloud nine walking around. I'm like, you know, sore. My legs are sore from walking miles, you know, <laughs> because we're in an arena now. We have a lot of places to walk. Yeah. And, um, I'm just like, what in the world? Like, and I noticed it came up on my phone, like a year ago today. And it was like me at Carter Vintage, like buying steel guitar. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so. Now, do you have a favorite song in your set? Like uh, we we're talking about Paul Franklin. Uh, I love the yeah. guitar and comfortable when I'm crazy. I don't know if uh, you have a favorite in the set. Man. Uh, comfortable when I'm crazy is an awesome song to play. I feel it's always the song of the set where it's like, I, it's obviously steel guitar, very like super steel guitar heavy. It's like it's that song in the set where it's like this is either gonna be really good for me or really bad. <laughs> and it's like, like you know, and there's a lot of parts. Uh, but I do love playing that song so much. And I like the cool thing about playing Ern's music is that before I played with him. Like obviously I was a huge fan and like I'm like a huge fan because of his writing and like how how good he is at what he does and like it's really awesome like I respect what he does a lot like and I respect his work his writing I love all of it like to be a part of that um favorite song to set though I right now it's it's either this is uh, what it's coming to or uh man sugar's been rocking but oh did it with you has been rocking yeah did it with you has been rocking so hard tell like, Ern you gotta put a dope man back in set with a little steel <laughs> oh my god that would be hilarious <laughs> that's still a banger though you know dude dude Ern makes good music like it doesn't matter what going to be Ern just makes good music <laughs> like and yeah i've like heard a lot of his rap stuff and it's like so crazy to think like what you do you could do this I know. Like the guys, he's just so talented, and like it's, it's such a joy to get to work with him. Yeah. Have you had the opportunity to write with him at all on the bus or anything? Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, we've we've been riding some. You know, we've yeah, we wrote yesterday. Uh, I think that was our third time writing. Nice. Maybe yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool because I mean, like getting to write with him is awesome. Like it's cool. It's. I, it's an experience that I learned from every single time and like I I feel like my writing has developed so much since being around him obviously like you're around like a songwriter like that who's so good at what they do the best like I just literally I mean like yeah and uh I like listening to his songs that he's writing you know, during the weeks is on on the weekend, you know, it's like, he'll, we'll be on the bus. He's like, listen to this. I wrote this week. And I'm I, like, he plays it. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you, like, I hate you for writing this. Like, you're so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, what's your goal? Is it to keep playing steel guitar, songwriter? Do you want to be an artist? Yeah, um, dude. So my thing is right now, I was kind of talking talking about this the other day. Right now, like I'm touring on the weekends and I'm writing during the weeks. Uh, my goal is like, you know, I'd have like a pub deal or something uh, and, you know, uh, be able to do that and tour at the same time would be great. 
And yeah, that's, that's kind of my goal. And then at some point in my life, maybe like, you know, be off the road and maybe do like a studio musician type thing and write, but I always, I, oh, like I need to write songs. Like there, that needs to, I, that's something I need to do. For sure. Now I like to close all my interviews asking my guests, what's a piece of advice you've learned along your journey that you'd give to someone that wants to be a professional musician like you? Um, man, piece of advice. I would say like by no means have I made it, you know, but I, the thing, what I do is like, if you're going to do it, like whatever I think in life, if you're whatever you're going to do, uh, like you like really have to work at it. Like, and it's like to get to where you realistically, like where, where your dreams lie, like to get to, to even think about achieving that yeah you have to work so hard and it doesn't matter what you do whether it's like fashion or like business world like anything you have to do like you have to be that thing you have to like that has to be your thing you have to know everything about it and just just be the best at what you do like really like i am really trying to be the best steel guitar player and i'm really trying to be the best writer and i'm really trying to be the best you know producer guy like track guy you know like i'm really trying to be the best at whatever i do for sure and uh i think that's yeah just really work at whatever you do because in some form you'll see it pay off well guys there you have it my conversation with chandler walters chandler thank you again so much for coming on the show i had an awesome time talking with you everyone go follow him on instagram at chandler walters music I want to give a big thank you to TBD Coffee Co. for being the official coffee of starting small music. Check them out at tbdcoffeeco.com. And make sure to come back next week to hear my conversation with Arjun Singha, the producer for DDG and Little Mosey. Check out Starting Small Music on YouTube to see all the video content from our interviews. And also, follow Starting Small Music on Instagram, at Starting Small Music, and let us know who you'd like to hear on the podcast next. And remember, everyone starts small.